Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Mayor Shardae Jones uh, is the recently elected mayor of Braddockboro. Mayor Jones joins us on the phone right now. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning. Good morning. You had some uh, big shoes to fill, literally, when you took over as as mayor of Braddock. Uh, the previous mayor had become something of a celebrity, John Fetterman, who is now lieutenant governor. Um, how has that transition gone? Has was it? Is, or, you, you had a lot of attention on you that I don't think most borough mayors in Allegheny County probably don't. The shoes are definitely much smaller and prettier. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, but it, I just felt like I, I wanted to insert new ideas into the borough, and I've lived here most of my life. Practically all of my life, I grew up here, and I thought it would be a good idea to put my hand in the ring and see what I could do since I've volunteered so much in this this area and the people know me. I just felt like it was a good move. For, for people, because I know that the show goes out on a couple of different radio stations, so for people who maybe are not familiar with the borough of Braddock, tell us, you are a lifelong resident, I think, tell us a little bit about the borough of Braddock. Braddock is about 2,000 people, a little bit over 2,000 people. And when people who aren't from this side of town ask me where Braddock is, I say, um, have you ever been to Kennywood? Mm-hmm. And I say, you can see Braddock from Kennywood. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's mostly, um, it was a steel town. And when the uh, big steel uh, crash happened back in the day, uh, the economy was um, totally, like, it was totally destroyed, and we're at a point now where we could rebuild ourselves, and we're creating a new identity. We have a, a lot of blight currently, but one thing we say about our residents is uh, they are, we're all resilient, kind of like the steel that helped build our town. Yeah, you still have a, a mill there. I think most of it, though, is actually in, in the neighboring borough of, of North Braddock, and that's the Edgar Thompson Works, and that's what people, if they ride the roller coasters at Kennywood or they ride the train, that's what they see, right? Yes. Yeah. We, I grew up watching the fireworks from Kennywood without having to leave the house. <laughs> nice. Uh, Shardae Jones is the mayor of Braddock. Uh, mayor, when did you, you take office? I was appointed uh, last February, and I was elected this November. In, in, in November. What, what is the, the borough's website, and if people want more information, for instance, about Braddock Borough? It is www.braddockborough.com. Uh, you can see events and information about the area. Also, the borough has a Facebook. Um, my Facebook is uh, Mayor Charday Jones. It's pretty simple to find. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say that the the borough lost population, and of course all of the communities, McKeesport, uh, Glassport, North Versailles, Rankin, all all of them have lost population. But Braddock really did get particularly hurt. I think at one time I read that there were twenty thousand people in in Braddock, and you said the population now is about two thousand. Yes, uh, Braddock was like a, a little bustling city for mm-hmm. a, a while. Like uh, I I hear the stories that my grandparents used to tell me, and. 
you could walk down Braddock Avenue, our main business district, and you could practically get everything that you needed for the week or the month. Mm-hmm. There, there was shopping, there was furniture shopping, a grocery store. Uh, my grandma worked at the grocery store, and there was even a movie theater. Mm-hmm. And now we're at a point where a few years back we, we did get a restaurant, mm-hmm. um, and that was the thing. Superior Motors was one of the things that helped create this um this notion that we we used to be a food desert but mm-hmm. as uh food restaurants started popping up it it's creating a different uh a scenery yeah you also took a a big blow i guess it's probably about ten years ago now when u p m c closed braddock hospital um what did that mean to the community that meant a loss of a lot of jobs in the community also going farther for um, adequate health care. Mm-hmm. A lot of the population in Braddock is elderly people, mm-hmm. and they're on a fixed income and having to go farther for um, adequate health insurance mm-hmm. shouldn't be health in general shouldn't mm-hmm. be a thing. It's not all doom and I don't want to be all doom and gloom, but I do, do want to kind of set the stage for people a little bit um, because we're because I, I think you and a lot of volunteers in Braddock and council and and a whole host of people have been working to address uh, 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 tackle a lot of these issues sort of one at a time. Sharday Jones is the mayor of Braddock. Uh, she was appointed uh, last year to uh, replace uh, John Fetterman when he became lieutenant governor and uh, was elected then in November to her own term. Uh, you can find out more information about the borough at braddockborough.com and Mayor Jones has a Facebook page at Mayor Charday Jones. Um, Mayor, something that we discuss often on this program is the, the need to keep uh, young people in the area. You are young. I think you are not yet 30, correct? I just turned 30 last year. Uh, I'm oh, going to be 31 in February. C- c- congratulations. Uh, ha- happy birthday a little late. Um <laughs> <laughs> next um, next, next month. month, actually, I'm oh, well, 31. I'm either when, I, when like, I was sworn in, I was um, made uh, aware that I was the youngest mayor in Braddock history. Oh, is that right? Are, are people surprised that that, that that the mayor isn't some? Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just say it out loud. Some sort of like old white guy or something. Yes, I still get people tell me that they're surprised to this day. They're like, oh, you're the mayor. They'll see me standing in line at a food truck and yeah. we're having a conversation. And it doesn't register to them that I'm the mayor. You, you, I, I believe you went to Woodland Hills High School. You went to Carlo University. And I, I think I read that you have a communications degree. Yes, I have a professional writing and a mass media communications degree. So what kept you in the community because, you know, something that I saw from my high school class and something that you probably saw from your high school class is people, as soon as they graduated and especially once they got their college degree, they, they left. What what kept you in the area? What kept me in the area is mostly family. I come from a big but closely knit family. And we've all tried moving away, but we all tend to come back. And no matter where I am, I'm always at a point like, oh, this reminds me of home. I should go check on home. And a light bulb went off at one point in time. And I was like, maybe I could find ways to make home better than where it is right now. Did you have any history or heritage in your family of of people either running for office or, or volunteering on committees, whether it's at church or in the community? No, that was instilled in me at Carlo University, actually. Um, there okay. was a lot of volunteerism that goes into attending Carlo. It's just like in the water there for yeah. some reason. 
that first year you're required to do uh, participate in a service day, and it's kind of like a bug from that first year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just keep doing it. What attracted you to Carlo in the first place? It, it's funny. Um, my older cousin, she attended Carlo University, and she invited me. I wasn't even in the double digits yet. She invited mm-hmm. me to an overnight stay. And um, wow, as a kid, I said it was Carlo College at the time. Uh-huh. And as a kid, I said, I want to go to the school one day. And she ended up not graduating, but I remembered how I felt being there with her. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to go to that school. <laughs> And I applied, and they accepted me. And thinking back now, I still have the picture somewhere of me being at Carlo as a little girl. Uh, you said you weren't in the double digits yet, so you were, what, eight or nine years old? Yep. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Uh, colleges often wonder if, if those sleepover-type events are successful, and, and clearly in your case it was. Uh, Sharday Jones is the mayor of Braddock Borough. You can find out more about the borough at braddockborough.com. Uh, as Mayor Jones says, you've seen it from Kennywood if you've ever been to Kennywood. Um, it is the home uh, of part of the Edgar Thompson works of U.S. Steel. It is the home to the first Braddock Carnegie Library, if I remember correctly. Yep. I grew up in that library. It had an after-school program and a summer program, and that's where all the parents sent their kids. Okay. Um, and, and Andrew Carnegie, I guess uh, some of his early uh, – was one of his earliest steel mills, I believe, was, was the, uh, what is now the Edgar Thompson Works, correct? That is correct. So, and, and, some of, and, and a French and Indian War battle here. So a lot of history has happened there uh, in the community that you now represent. And, and I, I, I wonder, do you think that's why – people have been so sort of intensely interested in what happens in in Braddock over the years. Yes, uh, and it's just also we have so many creative people that are putting their hands in and finding ways to redevelop without pricing out the people that are already here. And that's the that's the thing that I I, I want to be known for is this mindful redevelopment, having inclusivity in the redevelopment of a community by utilizing people that are already here in the community to tell us what they want and need. I think that's a good place for us to take a pause because that's been a real problem that we have seen in the city of Pittsburgh, I think, in in places like East Liberty and Highland Park. So let's pause right there and let's come back to that, Um, what issues you see and how Braddock is, is working to tackle that, okay? Uh, Sharday Jones is the mayor of Braddock. She was appointed to uh, fill the term of uh, John Fetterman, and she has since has been elected uh, mayor in her own right. You can find her on Facebook at Mayor Sharday Jones, or you can find the borough uh, online at www.braddockborough.com. You're listening uh, to... Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate, professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Striffler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at strifflers.com or call 412-678-6191. We were, we were talking about uh, inclusivity in development, and that's something that you would like to be known for because there is now, since the hospital was torn down, there has been some new development. Trek Development brought some development in. Mon Valley Initiative brought some development in. There are other private developers uh, looking at the Braddock area. You mentioned a couple of new restaurants. Um, 
Brew Gentlemen. There are food trucks now in Braddock. So there's there's some life coming back to Braddock Avenue. But I, I think what we have seen in the city of Pittsburgh, for instance, in, in the East Liberty, Highland Park neighborhoods, um, maybe even p- bumping into Point Breeze and, and Homewood Brushton now, is people who have lived there for a long time, in some cases all their lives, are being priced out. They're, you know, they're renting an apartment maybe they or a house they've rented maybe for 20 or 30 years, and all of a sudden the rent is tripling or quadrupling or their, their ta- property taxes are, are, are doubling or tripling, and they're getting pushed out. Are, are you seeing any of that in Braddock yet, at number one? And number no. two, how are you? Yeah, okay. I, I'm not seeing it in Braddock, and we're trying to find ways to prevent it yeah. with creative solutions. Uh, for example, our Braddock Business Community Initiative, mm-hmm. which was created by our council, um, it is... We saw a need for all the blighted properties in our business districts among Braddock Avenue. Mm-hmm. We, there were 51 properties and lots that had back taxes, and they were abandoned, and they had been left f- for decades. Just on the just on and Braddock Avenue? Just Braddock Avenue. Okay. So what we did was we partnered with Allegheny County and the Redevelopment Authority, and we asked if it was possible that they could take the properties off our hands and take the back taxes away. And since we knew that was going on, we created a roundtable to give aspiring entrepreneurs that are already in the community the tools on how to write a business plan. And we had we did bi-monthly um, events where uh, there was a different theme for a different need for these people who wanted to create their own businesses mm-hmm. and they were already in the community. So our hope is we could connect the two by putting some of these uh, entrepreneurs into these spaces when they come up for sale, because uh, Allegheny County is assessing them, and there's a lot of damage to a lot of these properties since they sat for decades. Mm-hmm. Another another gate stop that we have in place is we created a committee, and the committee is business leaders, residents, and people that don't want anything to do with those properties. They just want to make sure that the integrity of the community is kept up. Mm-hmm. And the aspiring entrepreneurs, are, even if it's like a private person that's not in the community, they have to pitch to the committee what their business is and where they want to go. So it's kind of like creating a gatekeeper in mm-hmm. multi-layers, intent, like intentional development. Are, are, are you seeing any displacement of people from the east end of Pittsburgh? Because I, I know um, in Duquesne and McKeesport, they're, they're seeing people who are being priced out of uh, the east end of the city and, and are moving out this way towards the Mon Valley. Are you seeing any of that in Braddock, people who were displaced from the city moving in? I absolutely am, and that's that's heartbreaking to see, to know that someone who's probably lived somewhere their entire lives can't afford to live there anymore, and they have to move out. And it's what makes it the worst is the fact that people that people want to develop in cool places because they like the culture. Mm-hmm. But if you price out the culture, then you have nothing left. Is there any benefit to Braddock? Um, and, and to the surrounding area to have new life coming in and, and, and new families, new blood maybe coming in? Absolutely. Okay. Um, right now, I know that most of the population of Braddock and the Mon Valley is elderly people mm-hmm. that are on a fixed income, and we don't want to raise property taxes. We passed the budget again this year that didn't require raising taxes, and we patted ourselves in the back for that. Sure. So we want to attract younger people to come in, and maybe they could pick up some of the the slack by when they pay their taxes, that that could help go into the community to balance everything else. 
You, uh, mayor Sharday Jones is our guest this morning. She is the mayor of Braddock. She was elected in November. Um, she was actually appointed, I guess, sort of interim mayor or to fill uh, a pre-existing term um, last year. You can find out more about her at her Facebook page, Mayor Sharday Jones. You can also find out more about the borough at uh, BraddockBorough.com. You, this was your – I think mayor is your first elected office, but you have volunteered before on, a, on, a, on different boards and commissions. Tell me about that. Yeah, um, I, it all started out with AmeriCorps here in Braddock mm-hmm. after I got laid off from my first job after college, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to go volunteer, and I was like, but I want to do it in my community, and mm-hmm. I was so excited that they gave me the opportunity to give back to my community, and I helped with a job readiness program for teens through the Braddock Youth Program and created a summer lunch program where the teens cooked food and served it to the kids on the playground. And that kind of spearheaded everything else. It was, I joined committee after committee in Braddock from being a home rule commissioner to helping plan community day as a chair. It's, it's been a whirlwind of two years. I, I, I should I should point out too, and I sort of mentioned this at the beginning of the program that the job of a mayor is not necessarily what people think it is. Bill Peduto in Pittsburgh, that's a full time job, and in McKeesport, Mike Trepko being mayor is a full time job. But for most mayors in Pennsylvania, this is a this is a part time job at best, and usually you are more or less volunteering. I mean, you get paid a stipend, but you don't get paid a salary really. Uh, you you have a full time job. That you, we're actually distracting you from right now. Full-time <laughs> job. Okay. Yes. Okay. I am um, a business analyst okay. um, in healthcare industry. Okay. And it's for a small IT firm. And 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 how does your has your 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 sort of I was going to say work life balance, but it's not really work life balance. It's like work work life balance because it's this third thing that that comes in public service how has your employer reacted to you being elected mayor and and how do you find time to not just do your 40-hour week job but do your probably extra 40-hour week job at braddock as the mayor and live a life Uh, it's it's all about time management and knowing where my strengths and weaknesses are Mm -hmm. and the best way to do it is like last month, I had speed meetings with the mayor. Okay. I took off from my day job mm-hmm. on the last Friday of the month, and I had back-to-back meetings with people in the community. And things like that was fun to do. And I also have a lot of my meetings in the evening after work, so it's like a 12-hour day. Um, you, you mentioned before we took the break, I think, that you're trying to get people more involved in the community. You and council and, and some of the commissions are trying to, to get more input from uh, longtime residents and, and property owners in the community. How are you inspiring? What's your sort of sales pitch to them to, to come down, get involved, and, and share their voices? It's always when we – I learned when you don't get people involved or you don't tell them about it or constantly tell them about it, the one line you get from people no matter what is, you didn't tell me about this or I didn't know. <laughs> so if, you, if, you're, if you're giving out this information constantly and you're nagging people and you're like, hey, you should try this out or you should come to a council meeting and check this out, people seem more to – more invested to take stock in the change of the community. Like, for instance, we had we have a vacant property recovery program, mm-hmm. and we, we were telling people about it in the community, and so many of the residents who own their homes have bought the yards next to them for 50% off because just being diligent about being aware that these things are going on around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have... 
I told you this stupid train would there come. There goes by. that train. There it goes. So, somebody actually asked me. They said, "Is that a sound effect?" Is there? Or I said, "No. It's a. Why would I have a sound effect of a train? There's a real train. We're next to the train tracks. Um, it's fine because we're in the Mon Valley. We're in the train. There's of course there's a train. We're in the Mon Valley. Um, it's okay because this is just about time for us to take a, another break here. Um, when we come back from this break, let's. Um, Let's talk about representation uh, because you are not just a, a woman mayor, which we don't have very many of in, in Allegheny County. You're also black. So let's talk about representation and, and what that means for the community. And also, y- y- there's been a lot of talk about getting women to, to run for office. And, and if you have any suggestions for someone who's listening who may themselves want to run for office or may have a granddaughter, a niece, a daughter who is interested in, in public service, um, what kind of advice you can give to them, okay? Okay. Uh, mayor Sharday Jones uh, is the recently elected mayor of Braddock. She actually took office last year. Uh, you can find her on Facebook at uh, Mayor Sharday Jones. You can find out more about the borough of Braddock at braddockborough.com. From the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, you're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. You're one of several, there, there was a lot of attention paid, for instance, um, in, in the news media, because you're one of several black women uh, who have recently been elected mayors in Allegheny County. Um, we, we, we've, we've had the mayor of, of Duquesne, uh, Nicole Nesby, uh, on the program. I believe uh, we've not had the mayor of Wilkinsburg uh, on the program. Um, is that representation important? I mean, you're also, as we mentioned, you're young. You're, you're just turning 31. Is representation of having someone who's a woman, who's young, who's black, is that important to the community? Yes, it is important to the community because it is important to see yourself somewhere. Like growing up, uh, I never, like, on the list of things that I wanted to be when I grew up, uh, mayor was not on that list. I didn't even know that was a possibility, and I just want other people to see that there are other things that they could be. And as cliche as it is, the sky is totally the limit. Yeah. And, and, and it, it's, it's important. Have people asked you for advice? Yes. I've actually had someone in a neighboring community ask me how they ran for office. And I said I could walk them through it because there's not enough people that, like, leave the door open. Yeah. Not only open the door, but leave it open. So, so let's say we have. I mean, and I don't want to make this. I don't want to focus this on the guy in the White House because you know all the news. It seems these days is about that guy in the White House. But it seems to me, especially after the 2016 election, there has been a lot of interest in why don't women run for office? How can we encourage women to get more involved in politics? And the other, the third thing is, I think a lot of women have gotten involved in politics and, and made their voices heard. They certainly made their voices heard. Uh, we saw in the, in the 2018 elections, both statewide and nationally. So if somebody's listening to this and they themselves are interested or they've got a niece, daughter, granddaughter um, who might be interested in, in running for office, what are some tips? Where should they get started, first of all? 
A good place to get started here in Allegheny County is if you're a young high school girl, is Girl Guff. I actually spoke on a panel for them, and I'm trying to get them more connected and involved and to see how the process and decision-making is being made. Also, another tip is to not get discouraged because there isn't a lot of transparency in how to run for office in Allegheny County. Okay. And a lot of it is figure it out yourself or find someone who knows. And I had to figure it out myself, but I don't want anyone else to have to figure it out themselves. I want to help them pass, pass on the knowledge that I already have. With, without without get, focusing on the negative too much, when you say there's not a lot of transparency, it's just there's, there's not like a roadmap laid out or, or, or is stuff actually hidden? It's not exactly a roadmap, per yeah, okay. se. Okay. Okay, so you had to dig kind of for yourself then? Yes. Okay. You had volunteered on different boards and, and commissions. Uh, is, is that a pathway? Is that something that someone can explore to see, hey, do I really like this or not? Maybe I should volunteer for the planning commission, the parks commission, the ch- ch- tree commission. I know some boroughs have a tree commission. That is a perfect place to start as that is – Dipping your toe in the the water, seeing how government works. A lot of people think government works is make a decision, and the decision takes place. Yeah, the effects of it takes place right away. Um, government is not fast and quick, even in small boroughs like Braddock. How did you stop yourself from getting discouraged? Because you you must have had doors closed in your face, like you said. The the, the process is not transparent. It's not easy to find the information necessarily. So how did you? sort of keep your energy up and keep your spirits up? I am an optimist. I've always been an optimist, and sometimes it's been my strength and my weakness. Sure. And when someone closes one door, I'm like, that means this, ain't, this isn't my door. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm always the type of person to just keep going because I know that there's something at the end that I need to learn from this opportunity. We have a, just a few minutes left. What are some things that are are happening right now uh, in Braddock Borough. I know there is construction. If you drive down Braddock Avenue, which is a very busy street, it always has been, but it's, it's there's a lot more pedestrian traffic uh, nowadays because they've got a lot more stuff open than there used to be. You, you, there's, but there's a lot of construction right now at the old Oringer Furniture Building, which I believe is being converted into apartments. Yeah, it's going to be artist loss, uh, mixed income housing. Okay. And there's going to be. And we also have a robot farm. A robot? For, tell us about the robot farm. It's called Fifth Season. It used to be called Robotney. Uh, CMU students created vertical farming, and they're selling the produce to local grocery stores and restaurants. You have some single-family homes, I think, that are going to be going up, too, on, on part of the old hospital property. Yep, there will be a couple more houses going up uh, to... I don't want to say to finish off the redevelopment mm-hmm. of the Overlook, but it we saw empty space, and it was definitely time, a good time. What time is better than now? Yeah. And is there interest in the community? Or do, do people contact the borough building looking to, to, to buy a house, either to either this these would be new construction, but to, to fix up and, and renovate? Absolutely. People yeah. are always diligent about... Sometimes, even if it's not new construction, with a lot of our old structures, they're like, who owns this? How do I find out about purchasing this property? Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that diligence. of uh, We have a, quite a few people here that want to be um, homeowners. Uh-huh. 
And, and what's your sales pitch? Give us a six. Besides the fact that you're convenient to Kennywood and you get to see the fireworks for free, uh, what what what's your sales pitch to, to get someone to to move to Braddock? Um, someone who's hearing this and maybe like you, they're relatively young. They've just gone out of college. Maybe they're renting or they're living at home. Uh, how would you encourage them to to consider Braddock as as their home? I tell people that it is a suburb that is close enough from close enough to the city, but far away far enough from the city. And I also would explain to people, I love to explain to people how Braddock is in a place right now where we're creating our new identity. We could be whatever we want. And we're, we're tapping the community to help us form this new identity. And there's not a place like that right now. And um, do you have any, what are some events coming up here in the near future? Anything you want to promote? Yes. Um, Girls Right Pittsburgh. Um, Started a chapter here at Braddock every Thursday at Hollanders on Braddock Avenue from 4 to 5. We're constantly finding new programming and new ways to engage the youth here. And and what is Girls Right Pittsburgh? I post Girls Right Pittsburgh is um, a weekly one-hour workshop uh, for girls 12 to 18 to write uh, workshop pieces. Okay. And it's totally free, and it. It encourages people to tap into their creativity. Mayor Sharday Jones is the recently elected mayor of Braddock Borough. You can find her Facebook page at Mayor Sharday Jones. You can find out more about Braddock Borough at BraddockBorough.com. Mayor, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time to talk with us this morning. All righty. You have a nice day. You as well. And thank you all for listening today from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community. Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA, 15134. You can email us at tubecitytiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online.